chapter 4, and I won't be before you too long, but I want you to walk away here tonight with a mindset I want you to walk away here tonight with something specific and tangible first Chronicles chapter 4 Starting in verse 9. And verse 9 reads like this. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother named him Jabez, saying, because I bore him with pain, now Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my borders, and that your hand might be with me, and that you would keep me from harm, and that it may not pain me. Let's look at this next part. And God granted him what he requested. If you'll go to the Lord with me in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, just be with us tonight as we listen to this word. We thank you for this time of worship tonight. We thank you for this conference, God. We thank you for this theme of God's arrows. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the lives of each and every man and woman that's here, in every ministry that's here, every group of believers, God. Father, just let tonight, God, be a night where we catch revelation of something, God, that we can imply to our lives, that we can put into practice, God, that we can put into our play in our lives, Father, to be more effective. Father, give me the ability to communicate tonight, Lord, in a way that would be effective, God, to where it's not just words, it's not just sermon, it's not just scripture, God, but it's, God, you speaking. Forgive us for all of our sins, Lord. Just wash us and cleanse us and cover us in your son's precious blood. Father, we give you honor and glory and praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would give the Lord a hand, praise, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. What a blessing to be here tonight. What a blessing to have each and every one of you. I want to thank you all for taking the time out of your busy schedules to come and be a part. But sometimes you just got to set aside some time. Amen. And get saturated in the word and the things of God and the presence of God. Can I get an amen? amen? So it's a blessing to have you here. Amen. Tonight. I want to talk to you about a topic tonight as they put it on the screen. Amen. And I want to talk to you tonight about the impact of God's arrows. The impact of God's arrows. And as I communicate this tonight, I'm going to just go easy tonight. Amen. And I'm going to try to communicate what God would have to communicate. But I, I want us to look at this because 
realistically, each and every one of us in our lives should be diligently seeking after and working towards making an impact in the lives, amen, in the world that is around us. If God has changed your life, if God has saved you, if he has delivered you, if he has healed you, if he has brought you out of that miry clay and he has placed your feet upon a rock, there should be a shift all of a sudden in the way that you think, in the way that you see things, in the way that you perceive life, amen, and perceive the world. And you go and you shift from being one who is just a, a taker to one who is, is a giver. Amen. Freely you receive and freely you give. And as you begin to mature and as you begin to grow and as you begin to develop into the man and woman of God that God would have for you to be. Amen. Or the woman of God that God would have for you to be. All of a sudden, you begin to have a change. And, and one thing that each and every one of us should want to do is we should want to make an impact in this world. And we should want to make an impact in the lives, amen, of the people that God places in our lives, whether it be our children, whether it be our family, whether it be our ministry, whether it be our church, whatever it may be, amen, whether it be our city, amen. We ought to be people, amen, that desire, amen, in order to make an impact. And this is something that I want to talk about briefly today. And as we look here, amen, this prayer that Jabez was praying, amen, was a prayer where God was asking, he was asking God, God, give me more territory, Amen. Give me, amen, more success. Give me more impact, amen, in the things that I do, amen, in my life, amen. And this man was smart, amen, because he knew, amen, first and foremost, if he was going to be effective, he knew that he was going to have to go to the one that would make him effective. He knew that it all started out, amen, with going to the one that had the power, that had the ability, that had the wisdom in order to make him effective, in order to make him have an impact in his life, in order to make him begin to take the land for Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? To make him successful. It all started with prayer. It all started with intercessory prayer in his life. Amen. And I wanted you to look at this today because sometimes we want to be successful. And sometimes we want to be victorious. And sometimes we want to conquer. Amen. And, and, and raise up children. Amen. That are going to begin to thrive and become everything that God's called them to be. And raise up ministries and men and women and take cities and have influence and make an impact impact but sometimes we forget amen it's not amen by power it's not by might but it's by my spirit says the Lord it's by Jesus doing something through us in us and through us with no help from us can I get an amen 
I want you to look at this because each and every one of us should begin to take on the mindset, amen, of how we can be the most impactful in every single thing that we do. And this should be something that, because sometimes we get so busy in life and we get so busy just doing, amen, and we begin to kind of begin to see and take a look at what it might be in order for us to have the, the most impact or the most, amen, success, amen, or the most victory in what we're doing. Can I get it, amen? Sometimes we've got to take some time and begin to evaluate and look at things, amen. But it all starts with prayer. It all starts with us seeking the face of God. Sometimes some of us are trying to do this, but we're trying to do it in our own strength. We're trying to do it in our own wisdom, in our own ability. And some of us were having some success, but God wants to have more success. Amen. And we need to be like Jabez. Amen. And we need to begin to go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. See, Jabez prayed to be blessed and prayed to have his area enlarged. See, we need to figure out how we can make the greatest impact in our cities, amen, in our state, in our nations, and it's gonna take us praying and seeking the face of God and asking God, amen, to begin to enlarge us, enlarge our influence, amen, enlarge our ability to reach people and to minister, amen, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it's a time and a day and an hour where we need to get the gospel out. There is people that are dying and going to a devil's hell. Amen. And there is territory that is taken by the enemy. Amen. Each and every day. Amen. And the gospel needs to be get out and it needs to be preached. Amen. Because it is life. Amen. Hello. It is truth. Hello, somebody. And it is salvation unto all men. And this is what Jabez was doing. He asked God to bless him. And he asked God to enlarge his territory. I don't know about you, but I want to begin to see, amen, the gospel impact these cities. Hello, somebody. God gave me East Texas, and there was something prophetic that began to shift whenever I changed, amen, and began to speak East Texas. There was something that began to take place there in the spiritual realm, amen, when that began to be prophesied out of my mouth, amen, and I began to say, amen, victory life of East Texas. Are y'all with me today? Amen. We used to be victory life of Hunt County, but God said, no, now you're victory life of East Texas, amen, and I'm gonna give you all of East Texas, one small town at a time, amen, and one soul at a time, and one heart at a time, but we've gotta find a way to make the greatest impact, amen, where we're at. And Jabez realized this. And he realized that God was his source, amen. You know, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, in, in verse 1, he says, I urge then, first of all, that request, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made 
for everyone for kings and all those in authority that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. He says, I urge you, first of all, that requests be made, that prayers go up, that intercession takes place, that thanksgiving be made for everyone, for the kings and for the authorities, for the governors, amen, hello, for the city council, hello, somebody, for whoever it may be that's in these places, for the kings, you begin to intercede for them. You ask God to touch their heart. You ask God to begin to move. You ask God, amen, to begin to open up some doors. You ask God to begin to prepare some things, prepare the way, amen, prepare the way for the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ to come through but you've got to get on your knees sometimes and you've got to intercede and you've got to seek God and you've got to ask God to begin to open up those doors and you've got to ask God to give you some influence see God wants us to be people of influence but it's going to take the anointing of God It's going to take the favor of God. It's going to take the spirit of God. And that's going to come through seeking the face of God. You know, our society has more violence than peace these days. And it's got more indecency than modesty. Hello. It's got more oppression than it does, amen, justice. And it's got more secularism, amen, more than godliness. And it's time for the church to begin to pray. Amen. See, the problem is not with the darkness. The problem is with the light. Because the light overcomes the darkness. Are y'all with me today? And you and I are the light. We are the light of the world. A city on a hill. Come on, somebody. We're the light in the darkness. And it's our job to get out there, amen, and shine that light, but in a way that will make an impact and influence to where these people will be open to what Jesus has to do. So you and I got a job to do. We've got a part to partake in this thing. We've got a responsibility. Amen. Some of you never had any responsibilities in your life. Well, now you do. Hello. Are y'all with me? Somebody say, I got a responsibility. responsibility. We've got to be crying out to God for our communities. You know, I challenge all of us to increase our intercessory prayer time each day. Amen. See, God is our power. God is our strength. Amen. And no one, not even the devil, can stand against him. Amen. And to expand our territory, we've got to ask God to lead us where he wants us to go. He's got to, we've got to guide him. Amen. To give us the words to share God. Touch their hearts. Give us wisdom. See, I want you to give you an example that maybe you, some of you can relate to. Have you ever tried raising kids before? Have you ever dealt with teenagers? 
It takes the wisdom of God. It takes the anointing of God in order to be able to reach him, especially in this day and age. You gotta have a strategy. You can't come halfway. Hello, somebody. Number one, they have an attention span about as short as can be, amen, because they play all them video games. Amen. But I want you to look at that real quick because, amen, when it comes to raising children, amen, that takes God. How many of y'all want to be the most impactful when it comes to your children or, or the youth, amen, or whatever it may be that God's given you responsibility of or a burden for to make the greatest impact, amen. I want you to shift from just being okay with Christianity and just being okay, amen, with sharing the gospel and I want you to begin to really lock in and I want you to really begin to focus in and I want you to really begin to look and evaluate how you can be the most impactful in everything that you're doing for the Lord, amen, in every aspect, with every dime, amen, with all the, with, with all your resources, hello somebody, because sometimes, amen, we could be better, amen, impactful with our resources than what we are. I know I'm guilty of it. In other words, sometimes we could be better stewards, amen. God is good, Amen. You know, I want you to, us to ask ourselves something today. Are we concerned with the way things are? Amen. You know, the arrow or the power of prayer is a powerful, amen, arrow aimed rightly. If it's aimed rightly, it'll hit the mark. When somebody wants to shoot an arrow, hello, somebody, they want to hit the mark. They want to have the most impact. They want to have the most, amen, success. Hello, somebody. They want it to accomplish the most that it can accomplish. Hello, somebody. And I want you to talk to you today, amen, about the impact of God's arrows. And I want to ask, what kind of impact are you making? making as God's divine arrow with a divine destiny. Amen. God is a tool. You're a tool for God. Amen. You're in the hands of the archer and God wants to use your life. Amen. In order to impact this world. In order to impact society. In order to impact their city. In order to impact their neighborhood. In order to come on somebody. So what can we do, amen, in order to be able to be the most impactful? I challenge you to evaluate that. And the first thing is you've got to seek the face of God. Quit trying to do it in your own strength. Some of y'all are struggling because you're doing it in your own strength. He wants to raise you up where you'll soar with eagle's wings. Where when you run, you won't get tired. You're not gonna, when you walk, you won't grow weary. When the storm comes, amen, you'll just begin to rise above it because you're walking in the anointing of God and the wisdom of God, and the power of God. And when all chaos is breaking loose around you, you're still okay. 
Because you have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Because there's something supernatural that's inside of you. The anointing of the living God. And when people see that, when they see that example, when they see that testimony, when they see that displayed before them, I promise you it's going to make an impact like no other. They're going to say, I don't know what it is about that person. Amen. But they got all heck breaking loose in their life. And guess what? They're still carrying their self in a way, amen, where they got joy. They're still walking with the peace of the Lord. They're still walking and loving their brother or their sister in Christ, amen. Come on, somebody. That's what's gonna make an impact. You know, I'm not a doom and gloom kind of person, but I get excited whenever I begin to read the Bible and I see what's going to take place. The Bible says, due to, amen, increased lawlessness that the love of many will wax cold. The Bible says that in the last days, amen, that, the, that, 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 that it'll become more dangerous. Hello, somebody. But it also is going to be the church's finest hour. That's when we're going to shine the brightest. The darker it gets, the brighter the light shines. Unless the enemy snuffs your light out. Somebody say, not me. Because you're on your knees praying, seeking the face of God. God's calling us back to prayer. He's calling us back to intimacy. Don't pray just because it's prayer time. Are y'all with me today? Or don't pray just because it's dinner time. Or don't pray just because the police is behind you. Hello. Or your bank account's in the negative. I mean, that's a good time to pray too, but that ain't the only time to pray. I promise you I pray when the bank account's in negative. Hello, somebody. Somebody say God is good. You know, I want to go with you real quick over to the book of Acts in chapter 11. If you'll turn with me. And I want to look at a man that was very impactful. Acts 11 and verse 19, if you would. When you go home tonight, I want you to evaluate. And over the course of these next couple of months. And say, how can I be most impactful in what I'm doing? How can I be most impactful with the hours that I have within a day? How can I be most impactful with the resources that God has given me? How can I be most impactful with this life that was bought with the price, with the precious blood of Jesus Christ? How can I be so 
the most impactful with this ministry that God has entrusted me with? How can I be most impactful with this with this family or these children that God has entrusted me with, or this wife that God has entrusted me with? How can I be most impactful? Amen. Acts chapter 11, verse 19. He says, so then those who were scattered because of the persecution that occurred in connection with Stephen made their way to Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews alone. But there were some of them men of Cyprus and Cyrene who came to Antioch and began speaking to the Greeks also preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a large number who believed turned to the Lord. Amen. Now, right there, amen, they had a large, a great impact. The news about them reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas off to Antioch. And then when he, he arrived and witnessed the grace of God, he rejoiced and began to encourage them all with resolute heart to remain true to the Lord. Yes, Look at this. For he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and full of faith and considerable numbers were brought to the Lord. <clears throat> I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. Amen. Now, y'all are familiar with the book of Acts, and this was a time when the church was growing. This was a time when the kingdom of God was expanding. This was a time when people's lives, amen, were being changed, when marriages were being restored, amen. Parents were loving their children, and the kingdom was expanding, amen, through Peter, amen, and the disciples. And then through a lot of joy-filled Christians, they were talking to their neighbors, amen, and the gospel spread to where even the Gentiles were being saved, amen. And it was an exciting time, amen, and it was, it was a time, amen, uh, uh, for those early Christians, amen. But it was also an, an impactful time. Now, I want to look at this for a moment, and I want to talk about Barnabas, because Barnabas was a man that had great impact in what he was doing, he had a great impact in what he was trying to accomplish. And the Bible says that he was a good man. He was a man of character. He was like Jesus and he went around doing good and he had a good reputation. I want you to look at that though. He wasn't perfect saints, amen. He made mistakes. He, he sinned. Amen. But he got his priorities. Amen. Right in certain areas. Hello, somebody. In verse 23, it says, and he saw a revival going on and he saw people being saved and lives being changed and he saw the work of God on the Christians that were sh sharing like they should and he was excited about it. Amen. He was excited. But he was a man that was impactful because he was, amen, a good man. He, was, he had a good reputation and he was a good example. 
How many of y'all know, amen, one of the ways that you're going to be the greatest impact is if you can be a good example. If you're a man or a woman of good character. Now, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We all make mistakes. Hello, somebody. Otherwise, we wouldn't need a savior. But if you want to really make an impact in your life, amen, be somebody that people can look at and that they can follow, amen, and that they can begin to, they can receive from. Hello, somebody, amen, an example, amen. If you want to be an impact, be an example, amen. Hello, somebody, if you want to reach your kids, be an example to them of what it looks like to be a man or woman of God. If you want to reach, amen, a church, be an example of what it looks like, amen, to be a man or woman of God. If you want, come on, somebody I can't get any help up in here that see some people amen they want people to follow them and respect them amen and, 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 and trust them but they ain't got no character for anybody to even begin to follow amen Paul said this you follow me as I follow Christ if you want to make an impact, then be a person of character and be a person of example. That will make an impact. Because nobody's going to follow you long term, amen, if you can't live this thing out. And just think, if we're walking around in defeat all the time, in a world that's already defeated... Now, that doesn't mean we don't make mistakes, saints. Hello. Sometimes you've got to fall and get up, and people got to see you get upright. That right there is an example. Are y'all with me today? But some of us want to make an impact. But well, we ain't got the character to do it. See, I'm going to tell you right now, one of the reasons why Barnabas was able to make an impact, the Bible says he was a good man. We need some good, we need a few good men. Hello, somebody. We need a few good women. We need some people that people can look up to and follow. Amen. Hello, somebody. That they can see an example of what it looks like to be a Christian and be a man or woman of God. Not perfect. There's only one that's perfect. Hello, and his name is Jesus. You can be like Jesus, but you're not Jesus. He lives inside of you. Hello, somebody. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. He was an example. And the Bible says, amen, not only was he a man of character and a man of his example, but he was full of the Holy Ghost. We need some Holy Ghost-filled people. We need some people with the Holy Ghost just oozing up off of them. 
just flowing up out of them. Amen. They just see Jesus all over you. And they say, I don't know what it is about that man or that woman, but there's something about them, amen, that is attracting me. Hello, somebody. There's something about them, amen, that is appealing. There's something that they got that I want, amen. He was full of the Holy Ghost. We need some men with good character that are full of the Holy Ghost, amen. Full of the power of God. Full of the anointing of God. Full of the love of God, amen. Just flowing up out of them because they've been on their knees seeking the face of God, amen. Receiving the power of God and the anointing of God. He was full of the Holy Ghost. But you can't be full of the Holy Ghost if you're not even saved. Hello, some of you need to get saved. Some of you know all the right things to do and say, but it's not in your heart. You even speak the right language. You even pray in tongues. I'm like Paul. I pray in tongues more than all of you. Praise God. Other than some of those spirit-filled women in here. God is good, amen. He was a man that was full of gratitude. The Bible says he was giving thanks always. He was filled with humility, amen. You know, in the early church, they were so impactful, they were full of humility. The Bible says they were submitting one to another in fear of the Lord. They were in reverence to one another. They were submitting to one another, amen. They had humility. Do you know that humility, amen, will allow you to make a great impact? And if you, you know what I'm saying, and you, and really we need to evaluate ourselves and see, you know, Paul said you need to be all things to all men. No matter what situation you're in, no matter what it is, you need to find out and seek God and ask God how you can have the greatest impact concerning that. How do I need to come to this individual? How do I need to present myself? How do I need to begin to speak? How do I need to carry myself? How, you know what I'm saying? What do people see when they see me? What, what, what do they receive, amen? Somebody that's prideful and arrogant or somebody that's humble, amen? And maybe you need to tweak some stuff just a little bit. Maybe you're not prideful, maybe, you know? I remember when I was young in the Lord and I was, I was on fire, still am on fire, but I was on fire and I believed God for the impossible. I walked in the boldness of God and they said, that little guy is prideful. I said, no, I just know who my God is. Right. 
But if I need to even adjust that, amen, and walk in humility in order for those people to receive from me, because I want to impact every single soul that I possibly can. Well, thank you, Jesus, amen, that I'm going to begin to adjust it in a way to where they can receive from me. Because I want to make an impact. Are y'all with me today? Whatever it takes without compromising. I'm not going to compromise the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to compromise for you. Hello, somebody. I'm not going to compromise my beliefs, my faith. Amen. But if I need to adjust some things slightly in order to reach you, amen, in the way that I carry myself, well, thank you, Jesus. I'll do it. But he was also a man that was full of faith. He was full of commitment. He trusted God in the good times and in the bad. When the crowds were around, amen, they adored him. They called him Jupiter. They even wanted to make him a god, but he trusted God. And when they rejected him, he kept on believing. And he knew that the father and the son had his back. Hello, somebody. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because God is with you. See, he knew God was in control, amen, and that he would never leave him nor forsake him. And he knew that God was in control and that he loved him, amen, and that the Father was going to work things out and he had no doubt, amen. This was the type of man that he was, amen. Can I get the worship team to come forward? You know, I want to share with you a few ways real quick to make an impact. I'm not going to be before you long. I mean, we want to, we want to impact. We, want to, we got to get up in these schools. We've got to get up in here and reach them before they end up, amen, where some of us ended up. Some ways to make an impact. Number one, commit to bettering those lives around you. Look. Jesus wanted to make a great impact. And we're talking about somebody that went around healing, went around doing miracles, amen, went around preaching the gospel, the lame to walk, the blind to see, the mute to speak, the dead to rise, amen. But he wanted to make the greatest impact. And so what did he do? He went, amen, and began to pour himself into the disciples. He began to commit to bettering the lives of those that were around them. See, if you want to make an impact, it's got to be where you get out of self, amen, and you start focusing on how you can better things around you. How you can better the lives of people around you. How you can better the lives of this community around you. Are y'all with me today? See, there's two ways that you have to impact the community. Amen. Number one, you have to impact it economically. Amen. You've got to bring some resources in. Hello, somebody. 
But number two, you've got to impact it spiritually. Because if all there is is economical increase in, amen, how many of y'all know all there's going to be is more money to sin with? But when there's economical increase and there's spiritual increase, then all of a sudden, amen, you begin to impact, amen, and make that a healthier community. Can I get an amen? You know, some of us out here in the country, we get to see that a little greater. When you have a town of 400 and you bring in 100 people, that's a pretty big impact. Because you know, how many of y'all know we eat here? We buy gas here. The homeboys buy Red Bulls here. Hello. And the homegirls, they do too. But you've got to commit to bettering those around you. How can you better the lives of those? I'm going to better everybody's life around me. I want to better their life. Amen. I want their life to be better after they've been around me for a while than it was when they first came to me. Amen. I want it to be better in every single way possible that I have to make it better. I want to better the lives around me. Jesus wanted to better the lives of the disciples because he knew if he could reach them, they could turn the world upside down. They could turn everything all upside. Come on now. And you've got to invest time and energy, amen, not in what is, but what can be. What it can be. What it can be. What can, what, what, what can Fort Worth, Texas, what can it be? What can Chicago, Illinois, what it can be? What East Texas, what it can be, what Mathis, what it can be, what San Antonio, what it can be, what Houston, what it can be, what Texas, what it can be, what, are, what the United States, what it can be, not what it is, but what it can be. And you invest your time and your energy come on we've got to make this life count man we were living for ourselves we were living amen for the life with no purpose you know for self if you're living for self man that's a wasted life that's a wasted life you're going to get to the end of it and be like my gosh what the world you're going to invest and what can be and sometimes you got to learn to embrace a little bit of critique you know people who make an impact they don't need to or want to be right all the time they want to be effective i don't have to be right all the time sometimes maybe i don't know it all maybe i don't know everything Maybe I don't know the best way. Now we know some ways that work. We got some ancient boundaries around here that work that were put in place by our forefathers, amen, by our spiritual fathers, hello somebody, that were put in place, amen. Those things work. But sometimes we gotta look and we can't act like we know it all, amen. Because we gotta be more effective. We've got to reach further. We've got to reach more. We've got to make a greater impact. 
We can't be satisfied. We can't be complacent. What does it take to reach this community? What does it take to reach these people in office? What does it take to reach these children? Hello? It, now I'm not talking about compromise. I told you we ain't gonna compromise. We don't have to compromise. Mm. In the early church, they didn't make an impact because they compromised. They made an early, they made an impact because they weren't compromised. They didn't have to stop, stop preaching the truth. They didn't have to stop preaching the gospel. We gotta to wanna to be effective. We gotta to wanna to grow and be more effective. We gotta be open sometimes for challenge. Amen, we've gotta embrace challenge. You know, sometimes we can't be afraid to put ourselves out there, amen? Because we're strong and we're confident and we're willing to face opposition. Sometimes we take constructive feedback, amen. Are y'all with me today? God is so good, isn't he? I want us to walk away from here. How could we make a greater impact? How? What can we do? What can we do? Maybe there's something that we need to get rid of. If it causes your brother to stumble, get rid of it. Right? Come on, stand to your feet. Some of us, we need to use our position and our influence to reach people, to make a powerful impact to use the power that we God has given us, amen, wisely, amen, to build up, to elevate. And those who impact the world, are they're careful with their words and their actions and their behaviors, amen, and they operate with heart and care deeply about those around them, amen. Come on, somebody. If that's you tonight, amen. If that's you tonight, every eye closed in this place. If that's you tonight, I just want you to lift your hands to heaven. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me, Lord, to make a greater impact in my family, in my community, in my ministry, in my relationships. Help me, Lord, with a strategy from the heavenlies. And Lord God, if there's anything in my life that's hindering me, reveal it so I can remove it. We need you, Lord, in our lives. We need you, Lord, to give us influence. We need you, Lord. To open up, open up the ability, the ability 
to be impactful through your anointing through your spirit through your wisdom through your favor through your blessing you God will enlarge our territory we believe it by faith right now right now we believe it by faith right now come on if that's you amen let's worship the king in this house come on